We've had fun tonight. I can promise you that no other town is filled with as much life as yours. In all my travels through the Alarian Empire and further beyond, nothing quite compares to the warmth you've all shown me here and now. But it's getting late. I can see the sleep in your eyes, hear the yawns from that oaf over at the bar. But I have one more story to tell. This one is less cheerful than some I've told tonight. It's best to let your children keep sleeping. But I feel it's my duty. I have to spread the word. If you should see signs, you should at least be able to recognize them. If old Uther comes anywhere near this village, it's best you all leave. Starting anew is better than dealing with his cold, dead hand. You all know of Alar. In fact, I imagine this small little hamlet of yours is blessed with travelers on their way there. But I'll bet you didn't know how old that city was. Older than anyone alive today. Older than your grandfather's grandfather. A city so old it's had more names than I've had drinks tonight. This story takes place there. But not so recently that it would still be called Alar. No, this was before, even before the Empire itself, back when the city was known as Waldaren. Now, just because it had a different name, the city wasn't some place you wouldn't recognize. Aye, even back then, the city was still older than Bones. But one thing that would stick out like a sore thumb would be the unbroken tower. And yes, you know exactly who built such a tower. A wizard. Even then, wizards were obsessed with gaining height over others, just so they could look down at all the people less smart than them. The wizard this tower belonged to just so happened to be known as Uther. Uther the Unbroken, in fact. See, when this story starts, he wasn't all evil like he is now. He used to be a hero. Saving people, fighting dragons. His shiny tower was the only building left standing when some dead mage woke up and threw a meteor at the city. Hence the unbroken. You see, the city had grown used to having their own powerful wizard around. It was good for trade. People would come from all over looking for some item he might have enchanted. It was good for safety. No goblins ever came within 50 miles of Waldaren lest they be smote by the unbroken. No kings ever tried to claim a birthright, take over and make the poor folk kiss his fancy shoes. Well, there was almost none. Now, because of Uther's incredible reputation, people didn't like to talk bad about him. This wasn't a problem for most, but there would be a few that would talk in low voices around tables like your own. They would say things like, If he's so good for the city, why does he make it rain all the time? You see, in Waldaren, it rained. It rained so much that you'd think the city might quit being built on stone. One day you'd wake up and all your things would be floating in a lake. And everyone knew it was Uther who made it rain. You could leave the city and not four miles away it'd be a clear day. Come back to the city, and rain fell like, well, rain. But the lightning was the worst. 
You could always tell when that mage was working on something new. Lightning would come crashing out of the sky and strike his tower. Four or five times a minute. It'd light up the whole city, make people go crazy just from the noise. But those people kept their complaints real quiet, what with the smiting and all. That is, until one day, a man comes into town. Or had been in town for a while. I can't remember exactly, but it's not important. He starts making a small amount of noise. But even a small amount of noise sounds like an alarm bell after years in silence. The man claims that if Uther really cared about the people in his city, he'd take his tower somewhere else. He could still protect the city from a few miles out of town, right? Well, this makes sense to a lot of people. And as mobs are wont to do, they get brave. They start to gather around the base of the unbroken tower. They don't do anything rash. They just want to talk to Uther. And at the front of the crowd is the unknown man who started it all. The man claims to be an agent of the true king of the land. Not just this land, mind you, but every land. He doesn't want to upset the balance of the city, but just wants to take care of its people. He calls out to the tower. Oh, great and unbroken Uther. Please, kind sir, I ask but for only a moment of your time. As if in response, a great clap of thunder rings out over the crowd. A long moment passes, and nothing happens. The stranger calls out again. Uther, I'm sent by the true king of the lands. He calls out in defense of his people. He seeks a better life for them and you in turn. The tower stands tall, and Uther does not come out, so the man tries again. Uther, the true king requests your presence at once. He is child of the maker, hand of the protector, and will someday join the watcher to guard the next life. And just like that, the rain stops. The crowd goes slack-jawed. People in the city haven't seen a day without rain for years, and suddenly it's quiet. The unbroken tower splits, and Uther steps out, his figure draped in the heavy robes of a self-confident mage, his eyes aflame with anger. The crowd all steps back and looks down at the ground, all but the stranger, who stands tall at the front. What is going on in here? Uther spat out the words, and arcane energies coalesced around his hands. The stranger stood tall. I've been sent by the true king to ask you to ease up the storm on your city's people. He is concerned about their quality of life. It is his duty as child of the maker, hand of the protector, and the one who will someday join the watcher. And then, old Uther shoots him up by throwing a bolt of black energy at him. It shoots out from his hand, all quick-like, and forms a great blade of some magics. You, me, and the crowd around him thinks that this is going to be his untimely end. But that isn't quite what happens. You see, the man is wearing an amulet. And it ain't no useless thing like old Peggy brags about carrying around. You see, this one carries the blessing of the Watcher. And the Watcher ain't a big fan of necromantics. Everyone knew it, too. You can't very well hide the stench of it, like old bones and rotting flesh. But the stranger doesn't just have an amulet. He's got a big old sword, too. 
And this one's got a blessing from the protector on it. And that guy's pretty fond of cutting people's heads off. So he just walks up to Uther, who at this point starts to chant some strange words pretty quickly. And as a bunch of skeletons tear up out of the ground, the stranger swings his sword, which is glowing by now. And as Uther steps back, he gets his hand cut clean off. Uther runs back into his tower, and sure, a few skeletons kill some onlookers, but the stranger gets them nice and dead again. Those of you that have been good and religious citizens might know what comes next. You see, the stranger had a ring, and this ring was blessed by the maker. So he goes up to the unbroken tower and places his hand on the stone. He says a few words under his breath, and then the tower starts to sink into the ground. Before too long, the whole thing is swallowed up by the ground, and Uther along with it. Now, you know as well as I do that wizards are pretty hard to deal with, so the city doesn't quiet down. In fact, they kind of start to freak out. No one knows what to do. They can't even find his hand. Now, this was lifetimes ago, but that's not so long for a necromancer. They say, whoever picked up his hand went on to become possessed by it. Uther took over his body and went on living his life. Then, when the fool who took it died, the hand went on to some other poor fool. He's probably out there right now, looking for some way to get back at that stranger and the empire he started. So, beware of strangers who come during a thunderstorm. Always shake their hand if it's cold. You'd better hope he isn't in the mood for smiting. Hello everyone and welcome to our second week of consecutive content. If you enjoyed that second tale of Astariel, uh, make sure to tune in next week because we will have a third. This one was a little quirky, a little weird, told from the perspective of a storyteller somewhere in the Alarian Empire. But uh, yeah, if you enjoyed it, if you want to give us any feedback, any criticism, uh, you can contact us pretty much anywhere. We're on Twitter at ITYATale. We have a website, www.ityatale.com. You can also email us at that same handle, just at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out. Uh, also, we have some other exciting news. You all know the song that we use for our podcast is called Flux. It's by Fashionably Absent. They have a YouTube channel. It's great. Well, they've just released five new amazing songs. Um, go check them out at their YouTube channel, Fashionably Absent. You can find it on YouTube, or you can go to our Twitter, where we have tweeted a link to their mixed tape track thing playlist on youtube uh go there check it out they're amazing that should be everything uh thanks for listening guys and uh we'll see you next week